Hello, everybody. Welcome to Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party. I am your host, Victor Govea, along with my co-host, Monica Jones. Monica, Hello. Has, has your week been any better? Uh, my week's been crazy. I've been sick most of it, but I'm better. Oh, you taking anything for it? Um, just occasional Tylenol. Yeah. And a nausea pill every now and then, but. Mm -hmm. And you had the shots long ago, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we know it's not the shots reacting to your body. Oh, no, it's been, I think I had the shots about two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, you guys, we're, we are human. Yeah, Monica and I are human. We actually get sick every once in a while. So, uh, hey. Uh, anyway, this is Snap, where we talk about all things sexual and relationship-wise. Um, remember to like, share, and definitely subscribe. And make sure you hit the notification bell so you know when we go live or when we post a new video. Also, if you don't like YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to us on Podcatchers Everywhere. And uh, if you don't want to get a new Podcatcher, ask Alexa to play Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway? And uh, she'll find it for you. And if she tells you she doesn't know that, then ask her again. She'll yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. No bitch is gonna tell me she doesn't know what I'm talking about. Wait, actually, all 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 they do, they do they all do that. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> Hush. Yeah, if you don't like any of those versions, whether it be podcasters or YouTube, uh, send me an email. Whose blind life is it anyway? At gmail dot com. And I will send you a link to the folder that houses all the episodes we broadcast here on the network. And uh, you can download both video and audio there if you prefer. Uh, you can also DM and DM me on Facebook and Twitter. So uh, you guys aren't left out of the lurch. So today we're talking about relationships and which we which you prefer having a, a blind partner or having a sighted partner or have you ever thought about it at all yeah I mean there's benefits to each I won't say there isn't because I won't tell you how many times I've wanted my wife to understand what the heck I was talking about and she just couldn't because she wasn't blind but at the same time I can honestly say I've learned to appreciate personality more now that I went blind how about you Well, I've always been blind, so I can't can't make that comparison. But yeah. um, 
you know, I, I couldn't see the sense in sitting around waiting for somebody sighted to come along when that might not ever happen. So um, mm -hmm. most of my partners have been blind. Uh, I've been with a few sighted people. I've, right. ma I've married one partially sighted person, but I've been with sighted sexual partners. Mm -hmm. And um, I've seen uh, cases where uh, it's worked out good both ways. It's worked out well both ways. I've seen cases where uh, blind women have been married to sighted men mm -hmm. and um, they've wanted the wife to be dependent on them. And, right. um, but then I've seen other cases where it's worked out really well or seems mm -hmm. to. Um, and then I've seen uh, blind people married to totally blind people and it's worked out really well. And then, but there are the occasions, the occasions when it hasn't, but a lot of the times when it hasn't, it hasn't been because, uh, of the blindness, it's usually been some other issue. Well, that's interesting. What kind of issue? Um, oh, well, like, you know, ch uh, cheating and that sort of thing. Or Yeah. Yeah. And just so just you guys, just so you guys know, blind people are not averse to cheating. That is a known fact. We cheat and we uh, get cheated on. That's right. So just because you're blind or or sighted, it doesn't mean you can cheat any easier or any any more successfully than the other person. Um, it just depends on how sneaky you are. My um, what? Go ahead. My third husband cheated on me after ten years of marriage. And was he blind? He, might, uh, he partially. Yeah. So were all your husbands, uh, uh, well, visually impaired? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So none of the, none of them were sighted at none all. None of them were completely sighted. No. So they had some visual impairment, like I whether said. that be. High or low? Like I said, you know, I've been with a few sided partners, but not mm -hmm. married to any. Yeah. yeah. And it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah. Because on the one hand, you want that sighted person there so they can drive a car, so they can get you places, so they can help you when your computer crashes, whatever the case. But at the same time, you kind of wish they were blind so they could understand you more fully. Yeah, and you don't want them to start like they're, to feel like they're, you know, being used by you. Exactly. Exactly. And at the end of the day, it's a really fine line. I mean, you have to pick someone who actually enjoys helping another person. But then they get, you know, they, a lot of times what I've seen happen with mm -hmm. couples is that... um 
the sighted spouse gets tired of it after a while. Um, and, right. and I'm not saying that this happens with everybody, you know, because uh, I don't like to stereotype like that. I'm just talking about what I've seen, folks. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, they just uh, like they get to where they don't want to take you here or take you there or um, or go out and pick up this or that. You know, they want mm -hmm. you to go out and do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And but at first they're all gong ho about doing it, you know. Right. And at the same time, you know, it's amazing because they they say they're going to take you shopping with them, but then the at the end of the day they're just pulling you along at the back of the cart while they're the ones shopping. Uh, yeah. You know, they never tell you what you're passing, they never let you know uh, what they're looking at or anything. Just grab in and case go. You want it. They just grab and go. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, that's, that's the double-edged sword because you want life to be easier with a sighted person. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that you wish sighted people wouldn't do that, you know, essentially they do do. For example, um, a lot of things my daughter does, for example, like leave cupboard doors open. Yeah, wow. <laughs> my wife keeps uh, keeps leaving drawers open. Um, every once in a while, she, uh, they'll put something on the table that is open or hot that I don't know about. And I suddenly feel it at the last second and I know to stay away from it. And then, you know, it's like, you wonder, would it be like this if, if they were blind? You have to wonder. Um, from experience, uh, it, well, I, I've had the same experiences that you've had with my partially sighted husband, but, right. um, the totally blind men have been much better about right. that sort of thing. Have they really? Yeah. I mean, you know, because they like things organized and they like to be able to find them and they like to not get burned and not uh, things so they, over. So they like an orderly world. Yeah. Just like most blind people. Yeah. But, okay, let me ask you something, though. Have you found the men in your life to be, well, the typical males, like slobs and, and just waiting for you to do everything? Uh, yeah, my second husband was that way. He had to have everything done for him. Uh, and it didn't matter that he was sighted or, or partially sighted? Uh, he was totally blind. Ah. But, but he, I, I didn't realize, see, I went into the relationship and I was doing everything for him. And I thought I was doing it because I wanted to. Uh -huh. But I shortly found out that he didn't have the capacity to do anything for himself. Right. Uh, like make himself a peanut butter sandwich or 
you know, I'd go shopping and I'd say to him, um, you know, there's sandwich meat in the meat drawer and there's mayonnaise and stuff. It's all in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fix you a sandwich or something while I'm gone. And when I would come back, I would found out, find out that he hadn't eaten anything. Oh, okay. I just I just waited for you. <laughs> Was that his excuse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, having a sighted partner can be fun. For example, you don't need Ira. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And you don't need to be my eyes as much. That's right, because you can just, you know, uh bring your wife up on the camera and she can look at, at whatever you're doing. Well, I don't have a wife, so you know, Well, okay, husband. Don't don't be so literal. I don't have one of those either. <laughs> So I guess I'm just fucked over. Well, yeah, you are fucked over. Uh, just to note, everybody, this uh, program uses explicit language. We don't dumb things down for you. Um, we talk as is. So mind your P's and Q's when you talk to us because we won't. Um, Victor taught me all my bad habits. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I gave her permission to open up both her heart and her legs. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you better not let Annabelle hear you say that. <laughs> She'll beat the living shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. me too. Okay, no no comments yet. Or, wait a minute, she might not do that. She might congratulate me and say, okay, you got him now. <laughs> yeah, you, de- you deserve, would. you get what you, you deserve. You deserve each other. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, I have to say it's come in really handy having a sighted wife. Because whenever the computer goes down, I can always call her, call her or my daughter to come tell me what's on the screen. Um. Likewise, though, I was always able to FaceTime my brother, who has sight, excuse me, and he would look at my screen and tell me what was on it. But, you know, I didn't have to be married for that. That's, and that's, you know, that's actually one of the reasons I can't understand why Ira is in business. I can't afford Ira. So. Well, it's not even that, you know. I mean, do people not have friends or 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 coworkers that they're acquainted with that can do that sort of thing for them? That they can just um, bring up on Facebook? A lot of times, no. Uh, they might. With Facebook, they might, but a lot of times, um, you know, if you if you do have friends, you'll call a friend. Well, I'm, I won't be able to get over there till Thursday or whatever, and you need it now, you know. And right, but that's that's what I'm saying though. If you if you do it over Facetime or something, they can actually look at the screen for you, so you don't have to call Lyra. Yeah. And you don't have to pay for it either. Granted, 
you know, you don't know if they're going to be able to stay with you the whole time. Like if you're walking down the street or something like that, like Ira does. But at the same time, I mean, what do you lose? I've never That's understood that kind of service. I never understood why people pay so much money for Ira when there are free alternatives. You're, look at, you're looking at one who doesn't. Now, it's taken me a while to get used to FaceTime. Uh, and and I, I love it. But uh, the thing is, is, I just never took time to realize how it could be used, you know. Right. Um, first, I started out just calling one person mm -hmm. um, from Australia. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and I enjoyed doing that a lot, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize at first how it could be used, how it could be incorporated into your daily life. Um, but once I started, you know, trying to learn how to use all these um reading apps like seeing AI and such, mm -hmm. then I realized Facebook could, FaceTime could be used in the same way. Right. Uh, that is if you can catch your buddy home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is that. I mean, at one point I was able, you know, while I was on the street I and, you know, I didn't know where I was. I just pulled up. I called my wife on, on uh, Facebook messenger and, you know, she looked through the camera and was able to see where the heck I was. And I could hear her in my ears, in my Bluetooth. And I would just walk down the street, you know, wherever she told me to go. However, I, at times I had to be careful because my phone was out in the open and we get sub-zero temperatures here. Hmm. So it's like, and sometimes the phones shut off because it's so cold. Wow. At least my, my daughter's old phone used to do that. I'm not sure if her 10s does that. But um, yeah, and, and I'd imagine it's the same thing with, with Ira because you have to go through the phone again. They don't sell the glasses anymore. Has your phone done that? I mean, uh, shut off because shut of the cold? off or frozen? I don't yeah. think so. No, I don't think it has. I don't think it has. And that's another, you, you know, that's another benefit to having sighted partners: the fact that they can actually come to come look at your phone when it stops talking, when it goes completely dead. I mean, I can't stand when that happens to my phone. Well, goodness, bring me on a sided partner, please. Oh, God, yeah. No. Honestly, no, you know what? There are times when I can honestly say I don't know how blind people do it. I mean, granted, now we have Instacart, we have Grocery Gateway, and stuff like that. But, I mean, before... I used to visit a friend down in um, down in the U.S., and every so often we'd have to go to um, 
Walgreens. And there was always, uh, the problem is we had to go at night. So there was a, somebody there to help us. Yeah. Because during the day, it was just so busy. And this guy brought bought all his groceries and everything at Walgreens? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That got to be expensive, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but at the same time... I mean, what other option does he have? Well, right? I mean, there might be, you know, I, I didn't know if there's like another grocery store or something close to him or close to Walgreens or. Well, um, that would depend because he has to take cabs, right? Because the transit system there sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been there, right? done that number before. Yeah. So he'd have to take cabs and essentially. um Obviously, you don't want to go too far with a cab, but at the same time, you want to go to where the, your money's the cheapest, but, or at least what you're buying is the cheapest. Yeah. You but, know. Guys, being married to a blind person is not all that disadvantageous either. Uh, it's, it's like we were talking about a while ago. They tend to be more organized. But True. And um, they do understand what you're talking about when you uh, talk about when you say something about, about Jaws yeah. or something. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, but I actually had uh, my first husband. He said to me one time, "Well, I just wish I had married somebody sighted." And okay. you can imagine how that made me feel. Right. Well, why don't you tell us how it made you feel? And, well, it hurt. Um, uh, it didn't I, piss you off? It, yeah, it, it pissed me off because right. it, he, was, it, he was trying to make me sound like I was inadequate. And I knew I wasn't inadequate or incompetent. Right, right. And so, but, you know, it, but it hurt me too, because he knew before he married me that, that I was blind and he was blind too. Right. And I told him, I said, well, if you want to divorce me, you can wait around for somebody sighted and you could be lonely the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Uh, I have to ask, I mean, what was the situation he'd say that to you? Oh, I don't know. I think he was wanting to get out of the house and go somewhere or some foolishness. Oh. And um, so then he got mad because there wasn't anybody around to take him. And so then he just told me he wished he'd married somebody sighted. And I told, know, him, I told him then, I said, well, you know, even if you hadn't married somebody sighted, you, you still wouldn't have anybody here to do it. So if yeah. you were by yourself, so. Yeah, I mean, and you know, the, the funny thing is, I, I had that person sighted who had a car, but. All my life, I've never enjoyed being driven by other people. I prefer the 
doing the driving myself. So it was really hard at first for me to get used to somebody t driving me around. I'm sure it was, especially if you drove yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. All yeah, those exactly. years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went from from a downtown home to a suburb home, and it's like things are way different out here. I mean, things are in the middle of uh, parking lots, and, and you have to have sight to cross those parking lots, or you can't do it safely. And, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of have no choice but to have a sighted partner at that point. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I'm sure there are ways to go around places like that. You're just spoiled. I am spoiled. I can honestly <laughs> I say that. I'm teasing him. He knows. <laughs> no, you're not teasing me. You're, you're speaking the truth, and it's true. I am spoiled. I'm spoiled rotten. Hmm. I mean, I've, so I've always had, well, I've always had a sighted person around. And I've taken that for granted sometimes. See, and I guess that's the difference. I've not always had that. And I've had to learn to find different ways to do things. Right. And then, of course, don't forget there's the caveat there. Because if you have a sighted partner, they'll insist that they have to do it and you can't. Yeah, I've seen that happen with people. Oh, yeah. I can give you a perfect example. We had a microwave that needed the fuse changing. Mm -hmm. And I opened her up, and my wife came down and asked me what the hell I was doing. And I told her, well, I'm changing the fuse on the microwave. And, and she said, no, you can't do that. I'll do it. So she did it. And ended up breaking it more. Uh, see, now I would have had to say, excuse me. Let's see if I can do it. Well, that's what I said. I mean, I got really, I mean, I got offended at first. But then I got, well, I just felt Man. bad about myself. Yeah. You know, how am I supposed to learn to do things on my own if everything gets taken away from me? And, and again, there's that double-edged sword. Because you want the help, but at the same time, you want to be able to do things on your own. Independently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, before we had these talking cable boxes, there was no way to turn on DVS on our own. Tell me about it, yeah. Right, so we needed sighted. Yeah, we needed somebody sighted to be there to press that button because the remotes were just so confusing. Blah blah blah. Or if you wanted to find something to record on TV, you couldn't. Right, or if you even wanted something recorded on TV. Yeah, that's what I meant. You know, you just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And and I realize that this has become a bitch fest of sorts. 
because we are. I guess a, it uh, has, hasn't it? It has, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't mean to put my wife down or any other sighted people down. Um, Neither for example, do. yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that there are a lot of really good sighted folks out there who know how to treat their their blind partners. Um, I have no doubt that there's some out there that take advantage of their sighted partners all the way. And um, there are blind people who don't know how to treat somebody and exactly good ones. And there are bad ones in both categories. So, right. we're, so right. we're not, we're not trying to pick on uh, any group of people here. We just yeah. talking about and our experiences and wanting to hear about yours. Well, and let's be honest. I mean, it couldn't have been that bad if I'd been with her for 20 years. Mm. Well, granted, 19 of those years were sighted, uh, were blind, rather, and only two were sighted. But, um, yeah, I've been with her since 2000. And he's leaving next week, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm leaving next month. Come on, oh, be nice. Next month. Oh, okay. Next month. Yes, yeah, so we got to pay the bills I, first. I got it a few weeks early, didn't I? Right, you did. You did. Um, no. Having said that, you know, I mean, what can you do to ensure that you have a partner that respect? Okay. First thing I have to say is that. When I became blind, I, I stopped looking at how someone looks and got to know their personalities. Yeah, because that's... Because when I had sight, I mean, every the looks concerned me more. Yeah, When that's I was looking normal. for women. Yeah. And I can honestly say, since I've been blind, that, you know, I've learned to appreciate people's personalities more. And their accents. <laughs> and their accents. <laughs> Although I have to say, the accent sometimes is just so, well, so there that one can't help but think certain things. Oh, I'm because I have more to admit about that later. <laughs> well, because I have to admit, okay, when I first met Monica, and this was, oh God, over a decade ago, I honestly thought that she was some dumb hick, <laughs> you know, that knew nothing. But, but eventually, you wanted, you wanted it to turns out. She, well, <laughs> it turns out she taught me everything. She taught me a lot about screen readers and what computers can do in the system technology. And she turned out to be one of the more smarter people I know. And I, you know, I, I, it just goes to show you that, uh, I don't know, I guess, I guess looks and sounds aren't everything. Yeah, I think I can honestly say that. Yeah, yeah, because I know, I know. For example, 
one of the biggest things we have here are uh, East Indians who drive cab companies, who drive cabs, rather. And some of those cabs are used for paratransit. And you get to know some of these guys. Yeah, they do that some here, too. Yeah, and, and granted, some of them are real assholes. And I mean real assholes. Yeah. But then you get some of them who were professors, who were doctors in their past home countries, and then they come over here and they end up driving cabs. Well, what I hate when I get a cab company like that and they send me somebody who can't speak English. Mm -hmm. I Do you mean, get a lot that a lot of that there in Knoxville? Um, well, I don't take a cab very often, but I know I got it a lot in Nashville mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. once in a while. But then um, I the few times that I've used a cab here in Knoxville, no, I haven't gotten it, but I use one certain cab company and that's the one that Willie used whenever he was, whenever he would have to use one. Right. I'm curious. Hey, Alexa, what's the population in Knoxville? In 2017, the population of Knoxville was 187,000 people. 187,000. In, t in 2017? Yeah. Ask her what it is now. Well, I don't think she knows. Alexa, do you know what the population of Knoxville is now? Oh, okay. oh you've thrown her for a loop. Well, no, because my upstairs Alexa kind of said something. <laughs> Alexa, what's the population of Knoxville? Um, well, they just took census last year, so what? <laughs> Seems like did they really? Yeah, yeah. But it makes census. me wonder, you know. I mean, you you guys have paratransit, right? Yeah, you do. Yeah. I mean, is it is it any good? Mm-hmm. Because I always compare what I hear about other paratransit systems. And, you know, so far I can honestly say that ours has been the best I've seen. Well, I, I have to give, uh, I have to give the cat lift credit. Um, you know, they, they may have a few quirks, but overall they're, they're good. They're not, uh, they try to get you as close to on time as they can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they have a little recording that tells you, hey, your ride's going to be here between such and such minutes and such right. and such minutes, like one in five minutes. Right, right. And then you get a message the night before telling you what time your ride is picking you up. Right. And, and how, um, how, excuse me, how early can you book? Um up to the day before up to the day before yeah i mean you have to do it by four o'clock but wait i mean you if, have you're, to if, do it you're, by if, four? if you want it if you want it for the next day now uh if you you can call after four you know if you want to schedule for another day but i mean if you 
if you just all of a sudden decided you got to go somewhere uh, tomorrow, then, you know, you need to get your ride information in right. before four o'clock, which I think is reasonable. Because, you know, they have to go in there and make up their manifests and get all that stuff. So they don't put you on the waiting list? Mm-mm. Well, that's interesting. What kind of waiting list? For a ride, if they don't have one immediately. Because one of the oh. things they do here is you can call up till 11 o'clock at night. Uh, and you can call starting at 5.30 in the morning. And you can book up to a week in advance or the next day. Actually, you can book in as little as four hours. And um, that's for same-day service. And, you know, it's, it's like if they don't have a ride for you at that particular moment, they will put you on a wait list. Um, and then they'll go through the schedules and then put you in a slot to take you from one place to another. And again, that brings us back to why we prefer, <laughs> some people prefer sighted partners. <laughs> The fact that they can go everywhere with you. Well, you know, I've never had that. I've never had that luxury, if you want to call it that. Yeah, it is a luxury. It is. And and you know what? I mean, I I I I put that down a lot, but I honestly say that I've I've can't I can't imagine going to places without. Annabelle, uh, like the mall, for example. I mean, our mall is just so huge that. Oh, it's hard I, to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was I was taught O and M at the mall, but but still. <laughs> and yeah, I and I never took to it. I just never took to it. Um, I'll usually now, just go to a certain store, you know, and then in the mall. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know I, when I make my arrangements, I'll usually go to Walmart or such and such candy store or. Mm -hmm. uh, so, OK, Macy's so what or, happens? What happens when you get there? Um, I go up to the door and uh, well, it's like say for Walmart, they usually have a somebody at the door and mm -hmm. um and i usually tell them that i need to get some assistance and they'll get me some they'll get you someone to go around with you like a stock person or something yeah oh okay and sometimes a lot of times that works out sometimes you get somebody who can't find something but for the most part it works <laughs> which is know. ironic considering they're in stock <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not always a stock person. It's just whoever they have available. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was one thing uh, the guy and I depended on a lot, having somebody who was available. 
Oh, and, I mean, and you, but you can have fun going shopping with a blind person, though, because you're both. I mean, it's it's better to be with somebody than to not be with somebody. I know my friend Paul and I, mm -hmm. when I lived in Murfreesboro, we used to have a ball going shopping together because all these little things would happen like. Um, Was he sighted? No. Mm -mm. But, okay. But we would have a ball because we get these people and they say, well, we'll see. We'll find somebody to help you in a minute. And usually they would. And we'd go around the store together and we'd have, we'd just have a ball. It was fun. We'd so you're like a, getting each you're other like laughing a, and, so you're like a daisy chain, are you? The three of you? <laughs> I guess, yeah. I mean, that was always our thing. The fact that I was with them in the aisles, and the aisles were so narrow. And I would inevitably, oh, yeah. you know, throw something onto the floor, um, bump something with my elbow, hit a display, or whatever the case, because the sighted person wasn't looking where he was going. Mm -hmm. Or at least he didn't see, he didn't realize that he had to watch out for me too. And of yeah, course, had that I, happen. Yeah, I mean, yesterday we went to Costco, and uh, I mean, it's always the same thing. I'm at the back of the cart, and she's at the front of the cart, pulling mm -hmm. it along, and I'm you know just holding on for dear life. And, uh, and, and you know what, that's what I hate because I'm not part of the shopping process. I don't get to choose what I want. I mean, don't get me wrong. She'll ask me if I want anything specific, but again, you know, it's better when you have someone who will go up and down the aisles with you and say, okay, on this aisle, we've got. Such and such. Actually, and is it well? Hold on a second. Is it better though? Because you have to think. Okay, it, it, it there's less chance of impulse buying if you don't do that. But if you do do that, on the other hand, you think of things that might be on that aisle that you never thought to put down on the list or put in your head. And I mean, that you really need not necessarily impulse buying, but I mean, even though that happens too, but you know. Yeah, but again, that's, again, that's impulse buying and it'll fuck you every time. No, <laughs> it doesn't have to be impulse buying. It's, well, well here's it's, the thing it's remembering something that you might not have thought about that needed to go on the list. Right, like, but supermarkets, you know what? Supermarkets actually say, you know, we do it so people will impulse buy this stuff. Oh, of course they do. I mean, I, I was a customer service rep. I know how they do those things, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'm just saying if, if she, she kind of says, okay, on this aisle, we got peanut butter and we got jelly and this kind of thing anything uh -huh. you want and you know you might think of something that you forgot yeah 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 we just got um i mean my aunt my two aunts when they would take me shopping they used to do that right and uh 
Oh, so they would tell you what aisle, what's in the aisle, and you would remember what to get. Uh, yeah. If I forgot something, you know, that I had put on my list. Yeah, I mean, it's. Um... I mean, sometimes I just give them a list and they just go. But I mean, if I went with them, that's mm -hmm. how we did it a lot. And they didn't mind doing that for you? No, they just just did it. I mean, Annabelle just has a really hard time doing that with me. I mean, at the same time, she wants me to be independent, but at the same time, she just doesn't have the patience. A lot of people don't. Now, they didn't have the patience about other things sometimes, but... Mm -hmm. When it came to shopping, they were pretty good. Hmm. Makes me wonder, are women more apt to, to have patience during shopping or are men? I mean, you have to wonder. I think <laughs> mostly women. You think so? Yeah. I, as a rule, I don't find men to be very patient with shopping. Okay, you obviously haven't bought many uh, bras and, and underwear with men. <laughs> uh, when I have, they ain't you through yet? <laughs> when are you going to be through looking at these drawers? <laughs> over the shoulder double boulder holders. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to find one that fits my bowling balls. <laughs> oh, man. I um, I got bowling balls. All I got to have is somebody to punch three holes in them, and then I'll let them oh. take them off, and they can have them. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> um. So, again, there's no consensus then, is there? I mean, is it better to have a blind or sighted? Do you have a preference? See, I don't think it's better one way or the other. Okay. I mean, I just, I, there, I think there are advantages and disadvantages to both. And I think it depends on, I mean, if, if I fall in love with somebody, I'm not going to look at, hey, are you sighted? Are you blind? Are you, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just love them. Unless you're and, your first husband, in which case they're going to look at that. Uh, well, but he waited till after he got married to me to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Idiot. I married somebody sided. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, he doesn't know what he's missing. I'll let you. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, I'd let you tell him, but he's dead. Well, that's depressing. How long ago did he die? He died in uh, 04. He died in September, and my mother died in November that year. Oh, wow. That was a rough year for you. Yeah. And uh, he was divorced from his second wife, and um, um, 
I think they were about to get back together, but then he died. Right. And were you married to him at that time? Uh-uh. No. Uh, I was married to uh, my third husband, the one that had right. some sight. And um, he left me for her. <laughs> right. So... Uh, but that's okay. But again, you know, it's like, I don't know. I can't imagine being married to anyone else except Sidon. Well, that's Well, because. no, that's not true. No, I can't say that. I can't say that. I can imagine. I just don't want to. Yeah, I think I can say that. Doesn't that yeah. make you kind of bigoted? Yes, it does. And, and I freely admit it. Yes. Yes. I am partial to the sighted community when it comes to mate. That doesn't mean they're partial to me. <laughs> of course, you know. Okay, let's just say you didn't have Annabelle. And you know, then I think I'd rely on my family more. Yeah, yeah but I, what if you really wanted to be with somebody who didn't have sight and you would actually let that get in your way? No. See, I guess we're different that way because... I mean, while I wouldn't mind having somebody sighted, mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm just not going to sit around and wait for that to happen. I mean, if I find, if I have someone who I care about and they're blind, then so be it. We'll do the best we can. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I am a realist and I understand that. You can't choose who you fall in love with. And if who you fall in love with just happens to be blind, then so be it. Um, but again, we're talking preferences here. And I think my life would be easier with a sighted partner. Well, if we're talking preferences, uh, you know, maybe... Yeah, I mean, uh, it might be nice to have a sighted man. But see, mm -hmm. I don't want one of these sighted men who want to take away my independence either. Right. I, you know, I've seen that happen with women. And mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like they become possessive or something uh the sighted guy or the yeah the yeah woman? the sighted person you and know this, i would this doesn't I, always happen i'm just saying i've seen it happen no no of course yeah and 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 the worst part is that the women become so insecure because they're sighted partners yeah. They think their sighted partners are staring at every other woman. 
Yeah, I've seen that happen too. Yeah, yeah. And it's a shame. It's a shame. See, I would have thought that about my third husband too, but he was kind of weird. So um, he's the one that I told you thought sex was a requirement after marriage. Oh, my God. And that's why he didn't want to do it. Oh, my God. I can't imagine what you felt during that time. <laughs> well, we won't go into too much of that. That's no, that, we won't. That's because this is program. a sex show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can tell you a whole bunch, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> no, I mean, I mean, one has one has to wonder that. I mean, yes, there are benefits to having a sighted partner. I mean, if my wife wasn't who she was, would I be worried about her cheating? Damn right I would be. But because she is who she is, then it's not something I worry about. And, I mean, that's a blessing because I, I was raised being so insecure with myself that... I was worried who I was with was constantly with another man. Oh, man. You know. Um, and then I met Annabelle, and all of that went out the roof. Well, out the window, not out the roof. Well, that's good, because my my first husband... And my second husband sort of got that way. Um, but um, my third husband, he didn't care one way or the other. Right. Uh, but my, uh, the one before Willie, um, man, right. I had a real problem out of him. So my first and he, my first one and my uh, fourth one were the worst. And he was blind, fully blind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, well, you've had them both. Would you say insecurity was more common around the total blind blindies or the partial blindies? Um, well, I only had the one partially blind one, and he was kind of weird. Um, he didn't really seem to care what I did. Um but mostly the insecurities were with the blind men. Right. Because they couldn't see what you were doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can understand that. And again, you know, it's like I I I I know who my wife is, so I'm not worried about that sort of thing, but I also know that if she were a different type of person, I'd be worried like crazy. Well, uh, and not because of anything except the fact that, you know, I may not be as grandiose as I believe I am. I mean, sure, I'm a great listener. I'm a great talker. I can sell you, I can sell an Eskimo refrigerator if I have to. 
Uh, I want to. I want to hear this. Well, no, it's true. I can. I can. I've learned. I've. I've sold everything from Toronto Symphony tickets to used cars, and you know, I can sell it all. Well, I'm sure and, Eskimos have to use refrigerators, but that's still left to. Well, I mean, it all on depends wall. on where they live. I mean, Arctic Eskimos, I don't think do, and. I know penguin Eskimos in the southern hemisphere don't. Oh, well, they do just throw their food out on the ground and say. <laughs> well, you'd think, yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, no, <laughs> seriously, though. No. Once again, but we no, I mean, yeah. And, and, and again, this isn't, I mean, I don't think this is something new. I think this is something that everyone deals with, but. I also believe that a blind person might feel it more than a sighted person because they don't have any way to confirm what it is that they're seeing or not seeing for that. Well, matter. but sometimes what happens, um, and I've seen this, whether you're blind or sighted, uh, they get insecure because they're afraid that their spouse... Uh, is going to do stuff that they've done in the past, so that gets to right. And that's and that's assuming they're sighted or blind or both. Both. I mean, I've I've yeah, seen yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, and uh, well, it's just like my first husband, my fourth. I wish. Oh Lord, does it even matter? Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin. Um, the one that I wanted to work with. Um, he was real jealous of his first wife, Barbara. Uh -huh. And yeah, she was a nice lady. He ought to have been shot for cheating on her. But um, he cheated on her for uh -huh. almost the whole 12 years they were married, but yet he was jealous of her, really jealous, mm -hmm. uh, worried about her cheating on him. So kind of hypocritical. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like he was kind of braggy about it when he would tell me about it. And I said, hey, you know what? She knew. He said, no, she didn't. I said, yeah, she knew. A woman knows. I said, you couldn't bring a woman in her house without her knowing that that woman mm. had been there. I said, don't tell me I'm a woman. I know. And you better not pull that mess on me. Right. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, was, yeah, I bet you wouldn't. And uh, and there's so, always that, isn't there? You never know if they're going to do the same to you. Yeah. And um, and that goes, goes for blind or sighted. But then he wasn't that way with his second wife, but yet his second wife, he had left the first one for her. But then when he married me after the second wife, then it's, it started up again. Mm -hmm. uh, he became just really insecure and jealous. And, and that's, you know what, that's an interesting aspect because I think about it. I mean, I once had a girlfriend that we both didn't do anything. I mean, we both didn't work. So she, 
she was home all day and I was home all day and I didn't worry about her at all. But at the same time, had she had a job and had to leave the house every day, then I would have been worried if, okay, did she meet some guy at work that she wants to fuck or something like that? Well, you know, I, I was, I was always outgoing. Uh -huh. You wouldn't guess that, would you? Not even close. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, I was really outgoing and outgoing and a little bit flirtatious, maybe. Uh -huh. um, like I might say something to a fellow, like, "Hey, gorgeous, how you doing today?" Yeah. And and they loved it. Right, right, uh, right, right. But you know, but then um, Kevin got really uh, uptight about that. And he told me I was way out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, were you allowed to flirt? <clears throat> Excuse huh? me. Were you allowed to flirt? Uh, apparently not. So he called you on that. Mm -hmm. I mean, my wife just knows it's part of my it's part of my personality. Yeah. And and usually I flirt for a reason. Uh, whether it's to get something, you know, a discount or a break or whatever the case. But, um, yeah, I mean, she's never thought of it as anything but that. Flirting for a purpose. Sometimes with me it would be for a purpose. And yeah. sometimes it would be. Um, just because you wanted to fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to flirt around. I didn't really want to do that. Well, no, sorry. I meant I meant I meant you were joking. Oh yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. You weren't taking it seriously. But Kevin on the other hand was taking it seriously. Uh yeah. And you know, and I was doing volunteer work there. Mm -hmm. And um, so I and I think it got to be a problem with how I related to people because I was trying so hard to not do anything to upset Kevin that I think I was getting hateful with some of the people like uh, uh, one day he came Kevin came home and told me and he's that uh, he said uh We'll call him John. That wasn't his name, but John mm -hmm. said that uh, you were really hateful to him. You uh, you were bossy. You told him to do something instead of asking him to do it. And I said, "Well, I didn't. I don't usually do that. I didn't think I did it." Mm -hmm. I said, "Just apologize for me, but I wish he had came to me instead of you." Well, you're my wife, and he thought it was better to tell me. Well, that's interesting. And um, so I, I have to ask, I mean, was it true, or was he just saying that to get you to stop talking I, to him? I don't know. I never did know for sure. That's interesting. So what happened after that? Um, I just got to a point where I didn't go volunteer anymore. 
because right um you know i had so much stress on me that it made mm -hmm. me think i might be being hateful to other people and you wanted to quit it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and of course by doing that i did exactly what kevin wanted me to do because uh -huh. he didn't want me volunteering there at all right which is ironic yeah, because at first I thought he would like the idea mm -hmm. because he would be hearing what I was doing. And mm -hmm. and so I ended up, I got to the point where I was, well, I've talked to female friends too, but then I was calling uh, male friends too that right. I'd gotten to know. Okay. I mean, I think I think we're at the point that um, I mean, we so, don't really know which is best because on the one hand, you want that blind partner who can understand how you feel about certain things and about being blind. <clears throat> Excuse me. Who knows the limitations about being blind and, and what you can and can't do. But at the same time, you also want that extra help from a sighted partner who wants to help you. can't you. have both. That's true. I don't well, think either can. Unless you're, into, unless you're into polyamory, in which case you can have both. You just have to pick the right ones. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to tell me what that is. I guess I'm. Oh, polyamory is when you love more than one person, and you're in a relationship with more than one person. But I have enough problems loving one person, much much less two or three. Although <laughs> I have been in kind of that fix time or two. But well, apparently the Mormons have have uh, have a, a reign on that. Yeah. 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 But um, I think that'll do it for this episode. We've learned absolutely nothing except, well, we've complained about our partners and we've lauded them. And uh, it's just so much we can and can't do. Um, so, again, it's, it's entirely up to you guys what you decide. When you fall in love, you'll know. It doesn't matter whether there's blind or sighted. There's always ways to get around things or to do things. And uh, you just have to love the person you're with. Um, that's what matters. There was a song in the 60s like that, Love the One You're With. You know, I think I know that song. I can't say I've ever heard it before, but I know of it. I'll have to play it for you sometime. Actually, I think it was Annabelle that's, that mentioned that song to me. <laughs> Who knew? Um, anyway, guys, I want to thank you for joining us on Snap this week. Um, remember, uh, tune in tomorrow for the premiere of our old-time radio hour. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun, guys. Yeah, Monica and I will be back. At 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, that's 11 p.m. Pacific. And uh, 
usually will be playing a one or two old time radio features that are in the public domain. Uh, but the first episode we're going to be talking to uh, uh, we're going to be talking about old time radio with a past interviewee of mine, Devin Wilkins. She actually hosts podcasts in um, having to do with old time radio. And uh, I've always considered her an expert. So, but she does Canadian shows. She does well. Yeah, she does Canadian shows, but also she does Canadians in old time radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. For example, I think she featured an Andy Griffiths show. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I think it was an Andy Griffith show where the the actor was Canadian. Ah, oh, okay. But don't quote me on that. But that's what I'm talking about. It, it's like if she she'll feature a, a particular Canadian that's been in old time radio, uh, an actor of some kind. But yeah, we'll talk to her. I interviewed her around episode nine or ten. Yeah, nine or ten. Um, so tune in and make sure you tune in on on Monday, of course, at ten a.m. Eastern uh, for the Meet Me series. And uh, we have Rebecca S. Meadows being interviewed this week, and uh, that one's interesting uh, and fun and uh, eye-opening. That's for sure. So, guys. Thank you for joining us on Snap this week. And on behalf of Monica, Monica, would you like to say something? Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure being with y'all this afternoon. And any questions, feel free to holler. That's and, true. Um, if you want to get me on Twitter, I'm uh, Moni60, M-O-N-N-I-6-0. FaceTime. I'm Monica Jones. Now, I have an old account that was under Monica Rose, but this one is just under Monica Jones. FaceTime or Facebook? Facebook. Did I say FaceTime? Lord have yeah, mercy. Yeah, you did. You I did. meant <laughs> Facebook, guys. I'm sorry. I'm dingy. It's okay. I get confused afternoon. with the two. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, Yeah, well, remember that, remember to like our page, Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway, on Facebook. Um, if you want to email me, email me at the Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway address at gmail.com. Gmail yeah. yeah. Everything you guys send to that email address gets forwarded to the proper person, uh, depending on who the email is for. So... Um, yeah. Guys, we will see you guys next week. And uh, remember to go have some sex with yourself or with somebody else. Uh, either way, you're going to enjoy yourself. <laughs> Bye, everybody. That was interesting. <laughs>